Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So um, recently I was back at my parents' place um, visiting, and there's this one special room in my parents' place where all the kind of like where the nice things are. And so that's the place where none of us got to ever hang out. Um, but now we're adults, and so we got to hang out there. Unfortunately, all the adults now have kids, and that's a good thing. Sorry, it's, let me clarify. It's great that they have kids. The bad thing is, one of the kids, in fact, the youngest kid, in fact, her name is Lucy. She's amazing. She's a little adorable kid. Um, she got in there and the nice things, here's what you know about nice things. The nicer a thing is, typically the more fragile the thing is, right? And so at one point she crawled over to, uh, walked over, she can walk, she's two. She walked over to a little area and all of a sudden you heard this crack, this break, this thing and this really nice kind of like teapot-ish looking things with cups that I had seen ever since I was a child and never touched, ever touched the two-year-old. Oh, Lucy, why'd you do it? But she couldn't help herself and she breaked, broke, she breaked, she broke one of the cups. And one of those things, even her mom was like, ah, generations, we've had three generations now of no one breaking any of these things. And she's like, my child, why did my child have to do this thing? Of course, it's because what the more precious a thing is typically, right, the more fragile a thing is. And that's almost all, all, that's a lot of times that's our experience. Not always, obviously. But here's the interesting thing. These precious things, these things that have value, in particular, this cup that's now broken, the cup is now worthless. And that's one of the things that just is so, like, it's such a tension, right, is that the more valuable thing is, the more precious a thing is, oftentimes the more, most, more fragile it is. But when it's broken, it's then just worthless. Here's this cup that's precious and valuable, and then it's broken, and now it's worthless. You know, um, I get to present the theology of the body. There's a video we have about that to high schoolers and to college students um, on a regular basis. And one of the things that I found is that part of the message of the theology of the body is that, that you, your sexuality, your body, has value, like your, your body is precious, like, and the gift of sexuality is a great gift that God has given to us. And that's a really, really powerful message. And I think it's something that we need to be reminded of again and again, that your body's not um, just, it's not just, it's not just a tool. Sexuality is not just, uh, or even the sexual act is not just something that's kind of like, oh yeah, I guess if you don't have anything else to do, might as well just do that kind of thing. It's something, it's something precious, right? It has, has value. But here's one thing that sometimes happens. The more that I teach on the theology of the body, the more I teach on the value, the, the goodness, the dignity, and the preciousness of the body and of sex, more and more people I have come up to me afterwards and they talk to me about how painful it is to hear. And the reason it's painful for them to hear is maybe one of two reasons, maybe sometimes both. It's incredibly painful when someone realizes, okay, yeah, that's how precious my body, my, the gift of sex is, and I gave it away. It's ruined. It's also really, really painful, and I want someone to hear this. Please hear this in the video. That when someone else is taking it away, you know, ab abuse is so prevalent. Obviously, we've already heard the stories in the church. Abuse is prevalent throughout the world. Abuse is prevalent in every aspect of our lives, and there's so many people who look at themselves and say that, okay, so I, yeah, I had this great dignity, this great, you know, precious, my precious body, the gift of sex, and someone else broke it. Someone took this precious thing that I was given by God and they 
destroyed it. And now it's worthless. That's, the con that's what, what someone thinks, right? Now it's worthless. Now I'm done. What was valuable, what was precious, is now destroyed and now it's worthless. In fact, I, there was a young woman who, um, who just emailed me or she texted me. She's from our community and her experience has been one of great abuse. She's experienced abuse in many, many, uh, from many people. And she wrote to me and she said that she was really struggling because she said, wait, if I'm supposed to be a temple of the Holy Spirit, like if my body's supposed to be a temple of the Holy, of the Holy Spirit, because she's heard theology of the body, but she's been abused. She's been used by many, many people. If my body's meant to be a temple of the Holy Spirit and I've been used like this, why would the Holy Spirit want to come back to my body? Like, why would the Holy Spirit want to come back to me? Why would the Holy Spirit want to take up residence in this temple? And it was so heart-wrenching to hear or to read, you know, the text and just like, ah. but then I was so proud of her. I was so glad that she used the phrase temple of the Holy Spirit because the reason why the New Testament uses that phrase, that phrasing is because of the actual temple of God in Jerusalem. And there's something very important for all of us to understand about the temple of God in Jerusalem. It wasn't always amazing. It wasn't always glorious. It was a it was. God's presence was there in a powerful, unique, completely amazing way. But there were times in Israel's history when either the people themselves had desecrated their own temple by not using it the right way. There's also times when people would invade Jerusalem and they would desecrate the temple. It wasn't the fault of the people in, some, in so many ways. It was the fault of those people who came in and said, I'm going to use this temple how I want to use this temple. In fact, um, they talk about the altar of abomination, I think, when the, uh, during the Maccabean revolt, when the Greeks came in. And they set up a, they desecrated what was meant to be completely holy to God. The amazing thing is that God did not leave it desecrated. That God did not abandon it. That God restored it. And this is the amazing thing. God had restored it. What was precious and valuable and incredible, the temple of God, even after it had been desecrated, God's spirit, God's presence, God's power came back to that place. Even more, this is crazy, even more, as the apostles are, are looking at the temple after it had been desecrated and been restored, they're, they're, they're marveling, look at all this, you know, the costly stones and all, all these, look how amazing this is. Jesus, this is the temple that's been restored. This is incredible. And Jesus says, mm, that's, that ultimately will be destroyed someday. But there will be a greater temple. In fact, his body is the great temple. And then he extends that to us, right? By the power of his Holy Spirit. He makes you into a new temple. The temple of the Holy Spirit. Which is actually meant to far surpass and glor glorify God than the old temple did. See, God restores things that have been, broke that have been broken. That when something is precious and it's been broken, it's not worthless. It's now restorable. <laughs> Think about that. It's not now worthless. Now it's restorable. And with Jesus, with grace, it can be restored to even greater glory. That, that cup that Lucy broke, it was like China or whatever, kind of a, a ancient uh, pottery from the Far East. There's actually a, a way to restore ancient pottery in the Far East. And, and it's method called kintsugi. And what kintsugi is, is you take a clay pot that has been broken or a clay cup that's been broken, pottery that's been broken, and you put it back together. But when you put it back together, you overlay the adhesive with gold. 
And so what had been a, a nice, a precious, a valuable pot then had been worthless, when it's restored, it's restored to even more beauty. It's restored to even more glory. It's restored to having even more dignity because of that gold that's now part of it. If your heart, if your body has been uh, desecrated by someone else or if you've, you've recognized that you've uh, maybe misused it in some way, recognize this as well. With God's grace, there is this kintsugi that His grace can come into the cracks. And it's because of those cracks that God can do something even more incredible, maybe even more incredible than He ever could have done if it not, had been, hadn't been broken. Something to think about. Precious, worthless, restorable, and in Christ made new. From all of us here to Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless. Smash the like button for the sun. S-U-N and S-O-N. Subscribe, comment. Anyways, see ya. Whatever. <laughs>